His eyes so rich a blue it made the heartache. She remembered they'd nearly died together a few weeks before, and he'd been badly wounded. She'd thought... She could still remember that breathless instant when she'd thought she'd lost him. And here he was, alive and whole. So maybe she'd forgive him for being amused at her expense. Maybe. Besides, it was her own fault. She'd suggested they take part of their vacation, their anniversary celebration, here so he could visit the family he'd only recently discovered. She'd been here before, after all. Of course, that trip she'd taken in a jet copter. When he slowed as they entered what could very loosely be called a town, she breathed a little easier. Nearly there now, he told her. This is Tula. Sinead's farm is a few kilometers from the village. Okay, they'd made it this far. Ordering herself to settle down, she scooped a hand through her choppy cap of brown hair. Look there, the sun's breaking through. She studied the miserly opening in the gray and the watery beam that struggled through. Wow, the light, it's blinding. He laughed, reached out to smooth a hand over the hair she'd just ruffled. We're out of our element, Lieutenant. Maybe it's good for us to be out of the norm now and again. She knew her norm. Death, investigation, the insanity of a city that ran instead of walked, the smells of a cop shop, the rush and the burden of command. Some of that had become Rourke's norm in the last couple years, she mused. He juggled that with his own world which was buying, selling, owning, creating pretty much every freaking thing in the known universe. His beginnings had been as dark and ugly as hers. Dublin street rat, she thought, thief, conniver, survivor of a brutal, murderous father. The mother he'd never known hadn't been so lucky. From that, he'd built an empire, not always on the sunny side of the law. And she, copped to the bone, had fallen for him despite the shadows, or maybe because of them. But there was more to him than either of them had known, and the more lived on a farm outside of the little village of Tula in County Clare. She recognized the house when Rourke turned. It managed to be sprawling and tidy at the same time fronted with flowers in what Rourke had told her they called a dooryard. If buildings sent off an aura, she supposed this one would be content. Rourke's mother had grown up here before she'd run off to the bright lights of Dublin. There, young, naive, trusting, she'd fallen in love with Patrick Rourke, had borne his child, and had died trying to save that child. Now her twin sister ran the house, helped run the farm with the man she'd married, with their children and siblings, parents. The whole brood seemed to root here, in the green. Sinead stepped out of the house, telling Eve she'd been watching for them.
Her gilded red hair framed her pretty face, where green eyes warmed in welcome. It wasn't the connection of blood kin that put that affection on her face, or in the arms she stretched out. It was family. Blood, Eve knew, didn't always mean warmth and welcome. Sinead caught Rourke in a solid, swaying hug, and as her murmured greeting was in Irish, Eve couldn't understand the words, but the emotion translated. This was love, open and accepting. When she turned, Eve found herself caught in the same full-on embrace. Falsha Abwalia, welcome home. Thanks. Ah, uh, come in, come in. We're all in the kitchen or out the back. We've enough food to feed the army we are, and thought we'd have a...